One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Letterwin. I believe their name is, is Ali T-O-W-Y-N. Titled, I believe my parents resent me for starting my own family. From the subreddit entitled Parents, and it does come with an update as well. I posted this in another sub and someone recommended I post it here. I hope that's okay had somewhat of a revelation this weekend. I'm still processing how I feel about it and considering if I should confront my parents. Anyway, here it is. I believe my parents resent me for starting my own family. I, 40 male, come from a big family. I'm the second oldest of nine kids. My older sister Jane is just a year older than me. There is a six-year gap between me and the next sibling. And my mom had a kid every two to three years. Since Jane and I were the oldest, we always helped with the little kids and the chores around the house. In fact, it was common for my parents and other adults to refer to us as Jane and OP and the kids. It's like Jane and I were not considered children. It's more like we were two other adults living in the house. We were homeschooled, so we were home all the time. Part of my job is that I would wake up, make breakfast for the kids and get them started with their school or activities before I started my own schoolwork. Jane would sleep in because she was more of a night owl and it was her job to help at night with the baby because there was always a baby. Jane and I did most of the chores around the house. We took turns either cleaning the kitchen or doing the laundry, of which there was a lot. I did all the guy stuff, like mowing the yard and taking out the trash. As I got older, I would delegate some of these chores to my younger brothers, but it was still my responsibility to make sure it got done. Once I was old enough to drive, I'd run errands and take the kids everywhere. I can't tell you how many times I would take the kids to things like playdates or doctor's appointments. I would often tuck the kids in bed and tell them stories. To me, these things were all just normal, but looking back on it, I was more like a second dad to the kids than a brother. Jane and I had a lot of freedom as teenagers to go out with our friends, if the chores were done. We didn't have cell phones back then. If we wanted to go out, we would just tell our parents we were going and they didn't care, as long as we were back by the next morning. I moved out when I was 20, but I still spent a lot of time at my parents and one of my younger siblings was almost always at my house. One brother, JJ, pretty much lived with me since he was 14 because he and our mum didn't get along. When JJ was 17, he got in a wreck and he called me instead of calling dad because I was the one who handled those kind of things. During all of this time, my parents always talked about how important it was for Jane and I to help with the kids because they were so busy with their ministry. I can't count how many times I had to drop what I was doing to take care of something because mum or dad were counselling someone. Sorry, I feel like I'm rambling. I hope I have painted an accurate picture of my childhood. Let's move on. I have not really dated much, but when I was 25, I met and started dating Anne. We fell in love fast and got married less than a year later. My younger siblings love Anne. She's a great cook and hostess. Our house became the hangout spot. 
my younger siblings started calling her Mama Anne, something they still do to this day. We have now been married 15 years and have two kids of our own. My mom and Jane did not like Anne. Jane and Anne get along okay now, but Anne and my mom do not have a good relationship. I never understood why, but I think I have finally figured out it's because they see it as Anne having taken me away. As Anne and I focused on our relationship and started a family, I spent less and less time doing things for my parents. My dad liked Anne at first, but over the past few years, their relationship has soured. Throughout the years, my dad has made comments to me about keeping up my responsibilities. One time, he called me about one of the younger kids who had gotten in a fight with my mum and said, you better get your brother and change his attitude. It's not okay how he treated your mum and you are going to make him apologize. A few years ago, Anne and I set some boundaries with my parents, telling them we are not going to raise or discipline their kids. Our home is always open to my siblings, but we no longer let my parents try and use us to straighten them up. My parents have not taken this well. About a year ago, Anne injured her foot and couldn't walk for a while. Just as she was getting better, I was diagnosed with kidney disease, which then turned into kidney failure. I had several surgeries with another one coming in a few weeks. It's been a rough year. During this time, my parents have not only refused to help, they have actively made things harder for us. Things like promising to help with our kids, but then cancelling at the last minute, usually because something ministry-related came up. Recently, my sister-in-law, who lives in another state, had a baby, and my mum has been staying up with her and helping her for the past six weeks. My sister-in-law has said that my mum is a godsend and is so wonderful. My dad has gone to help every weekend. This hurts me because my mum wouldn't give us a single night to help with our youngest when he was born. Anyway, I'm sorry this post has turned out longer than I thought it would. I needed to get some of this off my chest. This weekend, I was talking to another sister and telling her how I don't understand why mum and dad don't treat me like they do the rest of the kids, even Jane. It's like I'm not one of their children. And it just kind of hit me that they resent me for getting married and starting my own family and leaving them to raise their own kids. Part of me is relieved to finally realize why they treat me like they do, and part of me is sad. I'm kind of scared about this upcoming surgery, and I really wish I had a parent I could talk to about it, but I don't feel like I have parents. Just some people that I co-parented my siblings with. Now, firstly, all I can say is I'm incredibly sorry with the situation you're facing, like dealing with these feelings of resentment from your parents, especially when, you know, you've got your own health issues going on at the same time. To me, it sounds like for the most part, you were the primary caregivers in this situation, which, you know, comes under parentification and seems like something that you're becoming more and more aware of that the way that they've treated you and the fact that they're not acknowledging the way that they've treated you in the past and, you know, still seem like resenting you for starting your own family now is absolutely awful. And I've already glanced a couple of comments that I've seen from OP and there's a lot of sort of not defending them but not acknowledging that the way that they've treated op so one another another thing i can say and i know it gets said an awful lot is maybe a therapist or a counselor to help process some of the feelings and accept that the way that they've treated you is absolutely wrong which i know is absolutely easy for me to say but i think it'd be really helpful for that you can like sort of prioritize your own needs and recognize that it's okay to accept the way that they've treated you is bad but kiwi says your parents use religion as an excuse not to parent extremely bad parenting and it was wrong expecting you to do the job they should have been doing your parents need a wake-up call about their selfishness 
hit them hard with what they've done wrong, then go no contact as you don't need that kind of negativity in your life. Nopey responds saying that's hard to hear but you might be right. Crab says, I'm so sorry OP, it's all so unfair. Your parents basically cranked out babies for you and Jane to raise, while they got to look pious with their ministry. But at least your siblings love and value you. You and Jane sound wonderful. OP responds saying, Anne is the most amazing person ever. I love her so much, I think she is more of a mum to my siblings than our mum ever was. Snoo Word says hugs, the main reason your parents had more kids was because they conditioned you and Jane to care for them. They are horrible people and you deserve better. I hope all goes well with your surgery. OP says, thank you. I don't feel like they're horrible people, but maybe I'm still defending them. I don't even know what to think at the moment. Jimmy says, your parents seem so absent from your life. I'm so sorry that that's happened to you. Take this time to focus on your real family, your wife and kids. That should be your priority now that your folks have revealed themselves for who they really are. Parentification is a type of abuse and neglect and you certainly suffered from it. Opie responds saying, absent from my life is a very good way to put it. Even though I see them frequently, they have no idea what is actually going on with me. When I had my first surgery last year, my mum told people, Opie is having a surgery and has to do treatments for a few weeks, then he will be all better. I had to call her and say, mum, stop telling people that. The surgery is to have a port installed into my body so I can have treatments which I have to do for the rest of my life. I will not be all better in a few weeks. Even with that, she's completely checked out. But at least she gets to be a grandmother of the year for my brother and sister-in-law. As a fairy says, I'm curious, OP. Did Jane ever find someone and have a family? Because it sounds like she didn't and probably resented you for leaving her to deal with all of her siblings and her mother alone. Really unhealthy dynamic, but sadly common in religious communities. OP responds and says, yes, she did. About two years after I did. We had a falling out after my oldest was born and didn't speak for several years. We kind of made up for JJ's wedding and now we're on friendly terms, but we're not close. She is the only sibling that I am not close with. So then, Opie did update the post. They said, thanks to everyone who engaged with my last post. It has been therapeutic. This post is a brief update and then I will answer some questions. Updates, I spoke with my wife, Anne, about it last night. I said something along the lines of, I've realized that my parents resent me for starting my own family not helping them as much and that is why they treat me so differently and i think you've been trying to gently tell me this for years but i was too dense to get hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Edit. We were sitting in bed at the time, and she leaned over and patted me on the head and said, You are so pretty. I laughed for like 10 minutes. It was a great emotional release. 
A lot of you said she sounds wonderful and she really is. I just can't express how much I love her. About Jane, my older sister. Jane did get married and start a family about two years after I did. Jane and I had a falling out and didn't speak for several years, but we are okay now, just not very close. Our falling out was more about religion than anything. She is very religious like my parents, while I am not. I am religious and we attend church, but it's not a whole life like it is for my parents and Jane. The youngest is 22, so they are all adults now. The second to youngest passed away several years ago, so there are eight of us now. I am very close with all my younger siblings. They still come hang out at my house all the time. And they are all great aunts and uncles to my kids. All of them, including Jane, are upset with how my parents treated me this past year. Help with my kids. While I'm disappointed in my parents for not helping, I do not need their help. Anne and I have close friends, plus we have siblings that help. Anne's parents live far away, but they help when they can. We really are okay and feel very blessed and loved with all the help we've received. Therapy. Part of my kidney treatment plan includes access to a therapist and I love her. She's been great in helping me learn to live with an illness. I'm not sure if she is the right person to speak with about my parents, but I will ask her and see if she can refer someone if not. I will wait until after my surgery to bring this up, as I need to focus on that right now. Setting boundaries. When I say my parents won't help, it's not that they say they won't help, it's that they offer to help and then either bail at the last minute or they change plans so much that it causes Anne and I a lot of stress. A few months ago, Anne was sick and my mother offered to pick our kids up from school. It's a long story, but she kept changing things and making it very complicated and my youngest ended up being left alone for a little while and he got scared. After that, I had a harsh talk with my parents and told them how disappointed I was in them and how I needed to focus on my health and they were making things worse. I told them they're not allowed to take my kids anywhere and they're not allowed to just drop by at my house. And in fact, they were not even allowed to offer to help because my mom doesn't take no for an answer and will nag until she wears me down. My parents were mad about this, but all seven of my siblings took my side and rallied about me. And so my parents have respected that so far. Going no contact. A lot of people recommended going no contact. I don't want that. I still love my parents, even though that they have not been great parents. My kids love them too, and I don't want to take that away. They are good grandparents when they show up. I don't think my parents are awful people. I think they had this vision of how they wanted to have this big family and this big ministry and I think they just didn't realize the responsibilities they put on Jane and I. I've spoken to them in the past and expressed how messed up it is that they put so much on us kids and they have apologized. Putting my parents on blast at their church. Several people recommended going to their church and telling people how they have treated me. You don't understand this church. They would praise my parents for putting God and the ministry above everything else. These super religious people are crazy. I guess that's it for now. My surgery is in less than two weeks, so I'm going to focus on that. I'm going to put this thing with my parents on the back burner and later I will decide what, if anything, I'm going to do. Thanks again to everyone for your comments. It really has helped me work through some feelings. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? What do you think about the update? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. And our next story is from the True Off My Chest subreddit and it's titled, My girlfriend stole my car because of a petty argument. I'm now suing her. So for a bit of context, my girlfriend and I have known each other for around four years, but started dating during 2021. 
A car has been passed down for generations, by the way. It's a 1972 Ford F100. My grandpa owned, then passed down to my dad, then passed down to me. I don't drive it too often as I do have my own car, but I use it for work. Recently, we've gone into an argument over me not taking care of our two cats. Thing is, I spend almost all day working and the rest of it resting. So what did she do? She got the pickup truck, went to the junkyard and sold it. Worst part, she sold it for $400. Keep in mind, this truck was in pristine condition. When I got back home from the bar, I noticed the pickup wasn't there. I asked her and she told me what she did. I instantly packed up my things, my cat, told her we were done and left. I've been getting calls from her and her family and friends every day calling me names. Am I in the wrong? MV says straight away, file a police report ASAP to try and get your truck back. If you're planning to sue her, look into adding the junkyard owner in the process for buying the truck without your permission slash proper documents. Good luck. Opie says, that's starting to seem like a good idea. I just got a call from one of her friends calling me the hard R. I could file a police report for harassment as well. And there was a lot of comments just saying, you know, file a police report, what she's done is illegal, etc, etc, etc. Then Opie updated the post and says, update one. Thanks for all the advice and support. Two things, I've talked to my lawyer cousin. He said I could have a solid case if this goes to court. But honestly, after all the shit I've been through, I want my pickup back and some more for what happened. I doubt the police is going to do anything after a couple of bad experiences I've had with them. My ex came knocking on my door. I ignored her. Didn't want anything to do with that bitch anymore. My dad also got the news and was super sad, considering that the truck was pretty much the family's breadwinner for about 30 years. Update 2. Thanks for the advice again. I've now filed a police report for the stolen F100. Have hope it can be done. I am also doing my own bit of research, driving to a couple of nearby junkyards, but I doubt I'll find it on my own. I hope we can find the old green F100 we love so much. Update 3, the F100 has been found on a nearby junkyard by a friend. Thanks for all the support, guys. And update 4, so people have been asking these things, so I feel like I should clarify. 1, it's not like I took no care of the cats at all. I did. She doesn't work. I put the bread on the table. She gets the house chores done. That's how we managed it, which is why I feel like this was petty. 2. I went to the bar to hang out with a friend I had not seen in 5 years. I don't drink heavily or often. 3. The signature was forged by my girlfriend from what I know at the moment. Or the junkyard guy just took it because it was a 9.6k profit. The junkyard opens at 12.30am today. And since it's currently 5am here, I'm still going to have to wait for a while. As you might be able to tell, today was quite a crazy day gotten one minute of sleep update five i have the truck back the f100 is actually back i did have to pay the 400 dollars back though and it's not as good as it was before it's really dirty probably from driving to the junkyard which is pretty dirty and the bodywork that was once pristine is now damaged has a huge scratch on the paint it was a really sharp key or something because the bodywork is now ruined it has started flash rusting which is really not good the paint is ruined. The truck itself isn't as great as before. I can tell she broke the brake fluid line as well because the brakes are running badly. Good news though. My girlfriend has been charged with a C1F for GTA and fined $5,000. Don't worry though. I will still follow through with the lawsuit. Holy moly. When there's multiple updates like that in quick succession, it's like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> but what do you guys make of this situation? Holy moly, one more time. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. 
And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. And again, I know I say this often, but I can't help but say thank you for sharing you, you know, your hobbies and what you're getting up to whilst you're listening. I absolutely love to see it. I've recently had someone sharing their paint pourings with me, which is absolutely fantastic to see some great colors on there. A lot more crochet. I need to start showing you some more of my projects going on soon. <laughs> but thank you again. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Much love, guys. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 